This is the Rising Legends Podcast. So it looks like I've been slacking on the podcast, but I promise you guys, I haven't. It's just life has been getting in the way, but you know what? I need to make it a point to make sure that life does not get in the way of what I need to do, which is provide an amazing and cool podcast for you guys here. This is Ian Walker, uh, host of the Rising Legends Podcast Show, the podcast where we talk about tabletop roleplay games. And also uh, the process of my uh, current gaming, tabletop gaming system of the same namesake, Rising Legends. And uh, this week I wanted to just get right into it. This is my freeform podcast where I just pretty much talk from my heart and mind. I have a couple of notes and I'll talk about what is what I'm going to be doing um, with my podcast as well as what I'm doing with my project and tabletop news and all that fun jazz. So this week I wanted to get into a discussion talking about world building. There are a few people who are interested in that particular subject and I apologize to those of you who've been waiting on that subject, Um, but it's a big one. It's an important one. There are people who really want to know what's entailed in going into world building and world creation. So this is that particular episode for you. Um, Before I jump in, just let you guys know, there's no one way to create or build a world. This is just the way that I go about it. Um, So, you know, don't don't take what I say as gospel, I would say. Find something that works for you. Find something that you're comfortable with and that flows well for you and your uh, for you for your game or for your story or for your comic book, whatever it is that you're going to be using this process for. Okay, so anyways, let's get right into it. One of the things I like to do when I uh, get started with the world building, I do a few things first. Uh, One of the most important things is looking for inspiration. So I like to get out a sheet of paper. What I did in this here uh, particular segment, I'm going to go ahead and and use my uh, Battle Island of Megiddo um, that I created for my Rising Legends campaign and kind of talk about the process I used to go about creating that particular world or that particular continent uh, that is on Terra Loran. Um, as time goes on, I'm going to be revealing to you guys um, about the two planets, Tybus Prime and Terra Loran, how they fit into the Rising Legends campaign, how I've made those the focal point of uh, this particular gaming system. But for right now, I just want to focus on the ghetto and what I did uh, to create that world. Some of you, if you guys follow me on my Instagram page, IDWalkerArt um, on Instagram, I put up some pictures of the continent island of Megiddo and in my Rising Legends campaign it is a it is a war continent uh, where the main villain Lord Artax is um, having a very strong hold on the people on that particular island and um, and what I did for that particular island when it came to creating the world um, me being an artist you know I like a lot of detail and things of that nature um, and I and I created the world in two different ways Uh, the first one the first way I went about it was creating a list and watching all of the things that I love Um, I'm a huge fan of Star Trek I'm a huge fan of uh, fantasy uh, Star Wars Lord of the Rings um, you know uh, enemy mine all of those different things I love R.A. Salvatore books 
and novels. Um, I'm interested in D&D, Gamma World, all the role-playing games that I played, Mad Max and the Thunderdome, Jurassic Park, video games like Assassin's Creed, um, James Bond games, uh, you know, Jason Bourne movies, all of those different things. I compiled a list and decided to, you know, take each of those things and create that world that I was looking for based on bits and pieces of the things that I that I that I like from those movies. Um, the the war prison of Megiddo, um, the battle prison that's in there, is um, pretty much straight uh, out of you know it's like Gladiator pretty much. But instead of it being a Roman Colosseum where people are fighting, I did it in a war prison. You know, so you think about uh, uh, Pitch Black, for instance. Um, that honestly, you see Vin Diesel in that prison, that inescapable prison match that up with Gladiator, and you pretty much have the war prison from a ghetto. Um, that's exactly, you know, what that is. And so when you go about creating your world, a good idea would be to sit down with a sheet of paper, write down all the things that you like, all the things that you enjoy, and you could take, you know, mix and match those things to create something of your own. Because we all know, you know, everything that is created is inspiration from somewhere, right? And it's changed up, it's tweaked a little bit and given their own personal name. So everything created isn't actually 100% original. It's always derived from somewhere else. So that's one of the things that I do when I, uh, when I build when I build my ghetto. So on top of that, what I did, I created, I'm being an artist, I really love drawing. I love creating maps. I like creating towns and cities and all of those things. But what I didn't do was overwhelm myself um, because, you know, how I personally work is if I feel like I'm overwhelmed with something, I'll either half do it or, you know, I just won't do it at all. So what I did was pretty much create one thing at a time, creating the most important aspects of, uh, of the island that, I, that are going to be the focal points in my tabletop game. Um, I created the, you know, the mountain ranges. I drew in the forests to where all those are going to be placed. The deserts, the rivers, all of those things. And I found a bunch of, uh, if you guys are interested in map making, um, there is a tutorial. There are a bunch of tutorials actually on YouTube uh, where you can go in and uh, look up map making. And you can get tips and tricks on how to draw your own, draw and create your own maps. Or, hey, you can commission me to do one. <laughs> anyway, but... uh but yeah, that's that's what I had done, and I had taken that, taken that information and created my own own maps. Some of the places it's very important that you have a few places where, uh, where you, where your story takes place, um, and that's important because you're going to need a place for your 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 players or your uh, main characters uh, to start at. And for me, the Megiddo War Prison was one place. Um, the next place is in the higher dunes. There's the big city, the desert city of Hyer. And Hyer is a combination of Assassin's Creed, um, um, the mummy, and uh, Jurassic Park, the mummy, Assassin's Creed, and, um, and one other thing. And I'm drawing a blank. But anyway, combining those elements together, I created the city of Hyer. So you've got, you know, this thieves slash assassins guild that pretty much is the law there. And they run everything there. All forms of corruption, all of that is, is, is there in this city. And it's, oh, Tatooine, there you go, Star Wars, Tatooine. And uh, so, you know, all the things that you, 
see there. I mean, there's all kinds of different things going on. So when my players enter into the city, they see all different sorts of things. And what that does is it kind of gives them an insight into what is going to be in the game, what is what the game is going to be about, uh, what kind of creatures there are, what kind of weapons, all, all sorts of things. So, but it's important to have a general story, general outline of what your place is going to be about. Have those things in mind. And, um, and really make sure that you flesh out that as much as possible. And then go from there. Another method that I like to use when um, creating worlds is a method that I use uh, using my players, actually, to help me create the world. Again, I, leave, I like to leave a blank slate. Um, not a blank slate, but I like to leave um, most everything open. Like I said, on my map, I have a few cities and towns that are, you know, placed, you know, just wherever I want to on my maps. But I don't have any of them completely fleshed out, created or built just yet. Um, what I do is I like to build those just pretty much as the situation presents itself. Um, because most of the time my games are done kind of on the fly a little bit, um, depending on what I'm having the characters do or what kind of encounters they do, um, I'll, you know, I'll prepare the following game session with something that they need to do next. So, for instance, uh, one of the towns that I created um, for this next campaign is they're going to a, uh, a small town called Ganlin. And uh, Ganlin is a small town that is um, that is inhabited by um, regular townsfolk who supply the goods and uh, a lot of um, a lot of um, resources to the city of Hyair and the nearby towns and um, you know villages around in the area. And uh, the people are plagued by uh, by something that that uh, that happens every once in a while. But the people don't leave because where they're at. In the Kaladar mountain range, uh, where they're at, that's a good, good place where soil, the place is rich in soil, it's just a great environment, things grow very well there, everything really flourishes very well. So despite the problem that they have, um, you know, the, the people don't leave. And generally, the type of problems, you know, if there's a problem that happens, usually inhabitants will leave and try to find somewhere better. And I'm not exposing what the problem is only because, you know, there may be some players that are playing the game and um, they haven't yet uh, encountered it and they will be encountering it soon. So I don't want to uh, spoil it in case they're listening. But um, but what that allows me to do is because I have that prepared, I took the time and sat down and actually created the town of Ganlin. I have, I, I always have an idea in my head, you know, of, of, uh, of what a town is going to be like, who is there, what's behind it, how it operates and things of that nature. Um, I don't ever not 100% know, you know, uh, not know exactly what is going on, but, um, I, I have something in mind so that then when I am prepared to make this, the city, then I can go ahead and make it quickly and make it easily. And so a lot of times also, going back to the to the fact of letting my players um, kind of create the the world, you know, a lot of times they'll come up with their own ideas. A perfect example was in the last gaming session. Um, one of the players was involved in gambling in a card game. And uh, I had them create a card game. I created it on the fly. 
Um, I went and, you know, had them sitting there for a while. It was a card game made of triangle cards with animals on it. It was kind of like poker, but it wasn't, you know, had three simple rules to it, which actually, honestly, if I sat down, I could probably make it into a real game, you know, but, um, anyway, with that being said, you know, the player was like, Hey, call it arc because it's got animals on the cards. I was like, Hey, that works. You know, they got experience for it and it was awesome. So, you know, that was, you know, that was the little tidbit of information that the player volunteered and you know they that, that was something that they were able to do to involve helping in creation of the world so when you're building your world i think it's very important for those of you who are creating your worlds you know who who are tabletop gms or dms to let your players be involved um allow them a lot of freedom to come up with some things and if it makes sense within your story or and if it makes sense within their character development personally let them do it I mean, you never know, you know, what what things could happen and what adventures that they you can possibly create for that carry to help them to advance with that information that they create. You know what I mean? Um, it, so it, it's it's very important to let them have a say in that. And then, then another way, another uh, suggestion that I want to bring up for those of you who are building worlds, whether it be for a novel or for a comic book, uh, like some of you guys do, is talk to other people about your project, about what it is you're doing and ask them questions in relation to that. You know, hey, what do you like about, you know, what are some things that you think are cool? You know, what are some things that you're interested in or things that you are interested in seeing, whether it be in a movie or in books? What are some things you don't like seeing? You know, when you do that, you know, you're allowing them uh, some input into building your world. And then in turn, they get interested in your projects and whatever it is you're doing. And then right there, you gain some fans automatically. Right. So that's always, always a good thing. So anyways, guys, this is one part, you know, one of the two ways that I go about um, doing my personal world building. And um, I hope that you guys can um can can benefit from this information as i said before there's no one way of doing it what i'm saying is not gospel but everybody has their ways of doing it so what i do want to ask is those of you guys out there who are gms dms comic book writers uh, novelists artists whatever the case may be send me a message text me or leave a message if you're listening on anchor or send a an email to the to rising legends podcast at gmail.com and let me know how you go about creating your worlds. Um, what are some what are some uh, um, what are some things that or some resources that people can use if they want to get some advice on how to build worlds? What are some things that you've used personally? I would love to hear your comments. Love to hear what you guys do, and uh, want to get some more input on this. Okay, and um, I'll play them next time on the show when we have some time in another segment that I hope to put together really soon. And uh, that's it. So let's move on to the next segment uh, in our show, shall we? So in the same vein of world building, I wanted to take the time to talk about homebrew content um i am not i i I can honestly say i don't play i mean i played dungeons and dragons before i don't play it all the time um only just because personal preference i'm not a fan of the high uh magic content in it but that's just me um but one of the things 
that I have always been interested in is homebrew content and how people um, are able to take something and create something new to add to the game and to to pretty much make their own stuff. That's one of the things that I do like about uh, Dungeons & Dragons, taking something that already uh, exists previously, um, creating something that is going to fit your, you know, your current campaign, the group of friends that you're around, um, your, you know, or your, your preferences, and then going forward from that. Um, I've done tons of research on my own about a lot of homebrew content, whether it be people who create their own classes, um, people who create their own campaigns and modules, which is something that I'm highly into because, you know, I'm, I'm writing my own system of Rising Legends, so creating adventures and modules is going to be very, very huge for me, and it's something that's pretty much going to be very necessary, and uh, I've been getting my inspiration from from uh, from people who have who have done those the things already, so I talk to, or talk to, I, <laughs> I do a lot of research on those things, and so what I'm looking for is this is now kind of between you guys, I'm looking for folks that those of you who create their own homebrew content i would love to know what your process is and going about that and what drives you to create homebrew content i mean is it is it is it something that's missing in the current system whether it be 5e whether it be third edition whether it be first or second edition of D, or pathfinder that drives you guys to create your own content is there classes and things that you guys don't see that you you try to make on your own and I'm curious about you guys' reasons why there are those of you that go about creating uh, that homebrew content. And then what your process is, personally, I'd like to know what that is. As well as, you know, what are some homebrew, what are some homebrew content material that you have created um, yourself? That um, whether you're using it now in your games or something you're working on, I would love, love to hear about it. And this can be in any genre of role-playing. It's going to be science fiction, whether it be Starfinder, Gamma World, um, Call of Cthulhu, whether it be Dungeons & Dragons, it doesn't matter, Pathfinder, whatever it is. I want to know what it is. I want to hear it and uh, see how you guys go about the process of creating that homebrew content for your campaigns or for your own modules that you are that you guys create to sell or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, one of the homebrew content things that I was really impressed with, I... Am a critter, and those of you who are listening to this podcast, no doubt, are probably critters yourself, which means a fan of uh, the uh, the Twitch show uh, Critical Role with Matt Mercer and uh, his gang of friends that um, that play D and D every Thursday night. And uh, during his, the first campaign he ran, he had a homebrewed class that he created, the Gunslinger. And he introduced that into that particular campaign, which he created for uh, Talos and Jaffe, who played the character Percy, Percy uh, Darolo. And uh, he created that from from Pathfinder, I believe it was, and converted it for use in the Dungeons & Dragons campaign that they were running. And he created it just for him. And uh, about a year ago, I think it was a year ago, or it was a couple months ago, I'm... I'm I'm kind of, I'm kind of lost on when that exactly was that he released it, but um, I saw the content on how we went about creating that class, and it was very cool. There were some things on there that was a little broken, I thought, but um, I think it worked out enough because it still worked in the campaign that um, that they ran on Critical Role, 
And let me tell you something. Because of that, I think Percy was one of the coolest characters uh, on in that group, you know. I mean, so, I mean, you know, you have the twins, of course, who were cool. And actually, my ultimate favorite character was was um, was a character played by Sam Riegel and his guy, guy Scanlan. That dude is a stinking riot, bro. So, and uh, I, I always enjoy, I really, really, really enjoyed um, Scanlan and uh, what he had to do. He was that perfect comedy relief and that balance that the team needed. And he was a balance for, you know, serious times and for, you know, very, very um, comedic times when needed as well, when that ice needed to be broken. But anyways, I'm going off topic. Um, but going back to what I was saying with, with homebrew, Gunslinger was an awesome class. And, you know, I poured over that. So I'm really curious to find out what you guys do and how you guys go about creating your homebrew content and uh, what is in that. Because, you know, that's going to be very important, I know, for me while I'm creating my whole entire system. And because uh, it's always a work in progress. You know, I have my classes that I have. I have the Vigilante, I have, which, you know, involves in into the superhero or supervillain whatever the case may be um and and all of those things um so you know i'm just curious as to what you guys do leave me messages uh here on anchor.fm if you are listening on anchor if you are listening on another platform whether it be itunes um or or google play um go ahead and shoot me an email at rising legends podcast at gmail.com I would love, love, love to hear you guys' input. I'm going to read those on air. I'm going to put any messages that I receive on um, on here on the show and talk about that in a new segment I would like to create. So, um, please do that, if you will. Shall we go? Anyways, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show for this week. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to um, listen to Rising Legends Podcast, and I will see you guys next week, okay? So, as I like to always say to you, keep playing. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.